0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 428th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, I am, at at the time of this recording, I am less... Than seven days out uh, from the New York City Marathon. I will have already wow. run said marathon when we record next week. Wow. Um, now, a couple things. One, not only is the marathon next week, uh, but I'm also going to the Chargers Jets game on oh, Monday nice. night. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- so, I, I mean, when we bought the tickets like months and months and months ago. Yeah, we were expecting to see Justin Herbert versus Aaron Rodgers, so that was going to be like a, right, right. a really cool game to go see. Uh, but Chargers suck, so uh, <laughs> we may still be in for a nail biter. <laughs> I fully, I'm fully convinced we're in for like a really like a ten seven or like a fourteen ten game. Mm, that, uh, but the reason, what, the thing I wanted to really talk to you about was. Uh, Carolyn and I, we both got on Tuesday of this past week. Tuesday night, we uh, we went to go get our flu shot and our COVID like vaccine booster shot. Yeah. At the same time, uh, by by that I mean I got both shots and then she got both shots. And I don't remember the last time I got both, but it's like super safe to do both. The the one of the things that they've always said is. A known side effect is like an elevated heart rate. Right. Outside of the standard, you know, you may feel bad, your arms are sore, so on and so forth. But this past week, dude, from like Wednesday to Sunday today, our heart rates have just like been all over the place. Really? We're talking like Carolyn will be sitting there, like sitting. And her heart rate will jump to like hundred and twenty.
0: Uh, no, nothing. or like yeah. when
1: I yeah when I've went running, uh, my I've I've had to stop both of my runs and had to walk it out a little bit because my heart rate like so like my heart rate when I run peaks at around like one sixty I'll say maybe one seventy if I'm like really trying yeah um, but on some of these runs even when they were like a two and a half miler and it was like a slow run. Uh, it would peak above 180, and like my vision would start to get fuzzy. Wow. Uh, and I get lightheaded. Uh, and so it's been really sort of frustrating. But the good news is, my friends who have also gotten the COVID booster and the flu shot at the same time, who are also training for the marathon, have noticed, and because uh, they did it like a week before I did, that it takes about a week for it to like fully get absorbed. So I'm, I'm going to try running again tomorrow. I'm going to try running a few days this week. Even because I, I travel to Boston for work on Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um, because this is the final week. You know what I mean? So like just because it's the final week doesn't mean you stop running the final week. You, you definitely pull back on mileage to get your body ready. Um, but I still want to just make sure that the engine's all good. You know what I mean. Right. The last thing I need is a, to blow out a heart on this thing. Not that. Not that that's a real possibility, but it's like you want to feel as strong as I did. I want to feel as strong as I did after I ran my twenty-two miler. I'll say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. That sounds uh, scary. Honestly, uh, it it's definitely, not ideal. definitely tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope. I hope those symptoms go away as soon as possible yeah. because yeah it's not something definitely not something you want to be feeling <clears throat> yeah um
1: the other two things that i wanted to bring up uh that were fun this week uh i met up with uh, an old high school friend for dinner oh right yeah yeah uh yeah so this guy was like uh what would you call it like a, not a transfer student but an exchange student almost
0: yeah i don't i never um, knew that. i never knew what the situation was i actually just always thought he moved know. to or something um
1: yeah. But yeah,
0: because he, cause he but, spent the, uh, it was it wasn't just one year, right?
1: That's true. That's true. You think I know this by now, but um, <laughs> we haven't seen each other for like six, seven years since the last time he was in New York. And so when he hit me up that he was going to be here, um, I found us a nice Italian spot for dinner. And we were able to, no joke, eat for three and a half hours and catch up. And it was a really great meal. And so that was really fun to sort of – you know, we, we both commented on like how much the substance of our conversation had increased since we had seen each other last, you know, because <laughs> since that time we've both gotten married, our careers have progressed. And so it's been fun to to sort of catalog those moments and share the highlights with each other. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, fast forwarding to today, uh, I surprised, I, I, I somewhat surprised Carolyn with, uh. She, so she's been wanting to do something, um, but like with the weather being so bad and me training, it's been tough to to sort of find the time to do it. But I uh, I got us uh, a reservation to the Russian Tea Room, and we did afternoon tea today, uh, and that was fun. So essentially, the classic like English style mid afternoon meal. We just did it a little bit earlier. You basically have like you know those finger sandwiches, and then you get scones and you know other pastries. And we were able to sit there for like a little over two hours, just like catching up with each other and, uh, you know, snacking on those things. I'm That's always really a cool. big fan of that kind of stuff. I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of the savory sandwiches. Um, at this place, they had everything from like curried chicken salad to Roquefort cheese. Um, they also had another one that was uh, like whitefish salad. They had a shrimp salad. Uh, a couple of, like, you know, they had a. Uh, they had, like, a grilled cheese sort of th- uh, going on. So it was it was good to, like, you know, snack on that stuff. But once it got to the sweet stuff, I think I, like, force-fed myself three scones. And I don't know about you, but, like, hmm. the last time I had a scone was a long time ago. And I just kind of forgot how dense those things are. So I'm just, like, choking down, like, these, like, heavy-ass scones. But it was good. It was a good time. Hmm. We, we got dressed up. Uh, we were able to—it was, like, really convenient for us to get to. Because it was like from how we got there and back, it's essentially right outside the subway on both ends. So it was like really easy for us to maneuver around because it it's was, it been basically raining all day. Um, and it has been raining in the Northeast on every, every weekend for like the past seven weekends. Um, but yeah, that's really a sort of, you know, a, a lightning round of some of the stuff that I wanted to fulfill you on. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that uh, the marathon will be uh, will be good. I'll have fun things to share with you next
0: week. Yeah, looking forward to hearing about it. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I I have to get my um, my booster and flu shot, um, but that doesn't sound particularly uh, thrilling or exciting to hear about those side effects. I generally I hope don't it have. Happened to you? Yeah, I've generally avoided side effects for all of my vaccines I've ever gotten. Um, the worst, you know, the only thing, that, the only symptom, like quote unquote symptom, is is just the immune response in the, uh, the site of, of the, uh, the shot, you know, where you get that soreness, that tenderness in your arm. I got, I got a dual. I think it was the first time I got my COVID shot. Maybe. I know I got it. I know I got the flu and the COVID shot at the same time. And I remember getting the, the, the flu in my right arm and and the COVID one in my left arm, because the COVID one was supposed to give a, a bit more of a, of a of a um a sore arm than the the co- uh than the flu shot. So I just opted to do it that way since I'm right-handed. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound too exciting. Um but yeah, I'm also kind I Also of- don't know
1: though, the supply that you may have around you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like are are your CVSs or your uh pharmacies do they have a lot of people waiting to get them or do you have a glut of supply? Like in New York it's been really hard to get both because really it's so popular, even though apparently I read something that like, you know, we don't, I don't, we don't spend too much time on this, but like I did, I read that there was a really low number that got the third booster. But I I just think that that where I live, there's just like, yes, it may be nationally low, but it's still like a pretty strong area where people are going to get it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I did get my COVID booster, but I wasn't in a particular rush to get it myself. I, um, I had I was seeing the doctor just you know yearly physical, and they offered it, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, actually, that may have actually been when I got the the double flu COVID shot, which was mm. probably close okay. to a year ago at this point now. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, I'm almost curious to do it just to see if I experience that. But uh, elevated heart rate does not sound particularly exciting, so it makes me a little bit more nervous than anything
1: yeah
0: so um yeah tell me about uh tell me about halloween How yes. how is uh
1: gordon's halloween
0: yeah so uh in my neighborhood in my in my uh village as i call them in illinois we um do halloween or we start we do trick-or-treating on the weekend so there's kind of a generally agreed upon date that the the neighborhood is active for trick-or-treaters and that that was uh today, Sunday, which is the 29th. It was the same last year and the year before. But in the past, we did not do um, trick-or-treating with Gordon. He's never been outside for trick-or-treating before. And I told him at the beginning of the month when when um, they started talking about it, you know, just October and fall and Halloween at, at daycare, he was like, oh, I want to go trick-or-treating or something like that. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take you. And then Lana was like, no, he's not. It's <laughs> so... There was It wasn't like an argument or anything like that, but she just didn't want him going out there getting candy and whatever. Um, I think she was open to the idea of doing like a trunk or treat, but uh, I never really looked into that, to be honest. And we ultimately decided that, yeah, we would do the trick or treating, but it was just going to be like, you know, a super small loop for us. So we hit like mm-hmm. like he we he and I hit like 15, 20 houses, but um just to go a little bit for it further into the details of how like my 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 town does it. So there we trick-or-treat between the hours of two and five local here. And okay. you know, three hours. It's not a ton of time, but it's enough time. You know, you can hit quite a lot of houses in that time, especially if you're a kid, you know, if you're an, an older kid, um, you know, going out with your friends, you can hit a lot of houses. Um, You get, like, a variety of people, though. And I actually have some clips from, like, the ring doorbell I guess I should check out. But I showed Lena one. Like, there are some people who come and there's, like, no effort. They don't have a costume on. They're older. And it's like, you kind of want to be like, how old are you? (laughs) Because...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe that.
0: You know, like... There was a person who shut up, right? I, I was I'm, I'm literally just sitting by the front door. I um I changed out the screen for the front door with for the glass pane so that you know we can keep the door open but keep the cool air out of the house and you know just be visible. I'm literally sitting there. I had a I had a dual cast of the Colts the Colts game, uh, the Colts Saints game, and the uh, the Formula One race going. So I had like my iPad set up and I had the uh the, my phone posted up next to it with the uh, the football game and. There's, you know, outside the, the the glass, I see this car pull up, and I see this this um, girl, older girl, get out the car. I'll call her an older girl, maybe mm-hmm. young woman. I'm not sure what you would call her. And she gets out the passenger seat of the car, and I'm like, oh, you know, because it was added reference, right? My house is on the corner, so if I'm look if I, from where I was sitting um, to the left. This is the entrance or the, you know, like coming off of one road into or onto my street. And so I'm like, oh, where is she going? But maybe she's going to the house that's, you know, across the street to the left. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, maybe she, maybe it's like the daughter or, uh, you know, she maybe she lives at the house or a friend of somebody who lives at that house. Um and then the car is like still sitting there. I'm like, oh, they're still sitting here for a while because it really looked like she was getting dropped off. She she got out the car. She didn't have a costume on or anything. And then all of a sudden, I see her walking from across the my front lawn, and she comes up and you know comes up to the door. So I open the door. I don't even know if she said trick or treat. She may have, um, and so. I could have asked, like, "Hey, how old? You know, like, where's your costume? Something, right?" right? There's no effort being put into this, other than the fact that you are no. using gas to go collect free candy. Uh, it's a, it's it, a heck of a return idling, on your and an gas money vehicle. It's is yeah, it really is. And uh, so you know, I, I I I let her have the you know I was giving out two pieces of candy because it became evident pretty quickly that it was a slower year than last year. Which end up being good because I didn't buy quite as much candy as I should have given last her year. half. I should have. I should have. I didn't take take one. Um, but yeah, it was it was weird. And like, I went back to the ring to show Lena, and sure enough, there was just she had no costume. I was like, does she have a costume? Like, I don't think she had a costume on. I think she had a pillowcase that she was collecting, <laughs> collecting the candy oh too. Oh my god! And then uh, and then yeah, the car starts going along with her, and like. 20 minutes later, I see the car again across the street coming from the other direction. Since when you, you know, my neighborhood, it's like, you know, or where the street that I live on, it's, it's kind of loops around. And so I see them coming out the other side of the road. And yeah, like that's kind of what they were doing. It's like almost a speed thing to see how much candy they can collect. Like, you know, I hope maybe this is like a YouTube video, like how much, like a competition, how much candy can you collect in a certain amount of time type of thing? Um, because otherwise like, it's, it was just like no effort and again, you're way too old. Like honestly, it, at, the, at youngest, she, she would have – like at the yeah at the youngest, she had to have been like 15, 16 years old. And it's hard for me to gauge sometimes like the ages of, of like older teens because you could have some like old-looking kids. And you could also have some fairly young-looking kids, uh, teenagers. And so it's hard right. to tell. But like I don't know. Like she could have been 19. <laughs> she could have been 15. I don't know. But she seemed too old to be out there, like by herself. She didn't have like a little kid or, or you know a sibling next to her or anything like that. Uh, and again, she had no costume on. Um, anyway, that was that's one that's one end of the spectrum. And then you also have the other end of the spectrum where you have where you like tell people, hey, take one or hey, take two, and the people like reach in and kind of grab like three or four. And in some cases, there are older kids, uh, and, but more often than not, it's like someone who's too young to really know what two means. <laughs> so, and the parents kind of give them a little bit like freedom when it comes to, to, to collecting the candy, especially when they're out with like older siblings and stuff. So you say, hey, collect, you know, take two, and the older kids take two. Uh, the parents are off on the sidewalk across, you know, uh, beyond the lawn, and like the smallest of the kids comes and just reaches a hand and just like grabs, a couple, uh, grabs more than two. Anywho, that was uh, that was the first like two hours. Gordon did not sleep very well last night. I spent the night in his room. And uh, despite that, he still didn't sleep very well. He woke up way too early. And by the time we went downstairs at like 9 a.m., or the, by the time I went downstairs at like 9 a.m., uh, he sounded exhausted. And Gordon, he yeah. doesn't recognize when he's sleepy. He he likes to pretend like, no, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. It's morning time, whatever. Like It was like three in the morning. He wakes me up. He's like, daddy, is it morning time yet? I'm like, Better close your eyes and go to sleep like you waking me up for this yeah, shit right. you yeah right you woke me up to ask me if it's morning time yet like shut the f- like um <laughs> and so <laughs> and he kept doing it and at some point i because like i'm not constantly checking my watch or anything um i don't have my phone on me I, I have like my my fitbit on so like i could check the time but like it's not relevant I can I look out the you know uh, through the gap in the curtains because he's at blackout cur- blackout curtains in his room yeah um and like through the gap I don't see any light like no it's not morning time go to sleep close your eyes and <laughs> so uh, anyway um by like five a.m. maybe five thirty. He like wakes me up again. He's like, Daddy, it's morning time. It's light outside. I'm like, dude, I have no idea how long he had been awake, but he was just such a pain in the ass last night when he came to sleep. He walked into our bedroom. Lane and I were uh, we were catching up on the newest episode of Loki. And he walks in, he walks into the bedroom. It's like nine. He's like, I'm scared or something. Anywho, um, so he took a nap for about an hour, hour and a half. He was it was a pain to get down for that. Um, and when he came downstairs, this is it's like three thirty, and I'm like, okay, are you ready to go out? We'll go, we'll go out for the you know the trick or treating. It's still like an hour and a half left, but things are really dying down again. There weren't too many kids coming around um, in that second hour. Maybe like I had a crew of like ten show up maybe two times during that time period, but otherwise it wasn't too much activity, and so. Um, Lena was going to fill in for me while he and I went trick-or-treating, but he was like, no, he just wants to watch TV. I'm like, all right, well, you know, like, you know, there's there's a time, there's a deadline to this. You know, the TV's still going to be here when we get home. But he's like, no, he wants to sit there and watch TV. So at 4 o'clock, I, I go and get him, and he's like, all right, cool, let's go. So um, we shut the TV off. We head outside, and, uh, you know, Lena took a couple of pictures. I sent you and Harry uh, a couple of those and yeah, uh, I, I forgot to mention, yeah. What was I? So Gordon was a firefighter, and I wanted to be a firefighter too. When I found the firefighter costume that I wanted to get online, I neglected two things. One, I forgot that trick or treating was probably not going to be on the thirty first. Um, the second thing was just I started looking this up too late. So when it when uh when I st- when I looked into this late last week. I realized that the, the firefighter outfit wouldn't arrive until like, it, I think the earliest was like Monday. There were a few different firefighter uh, costumes, some of which you could have like express delivery. I'm like, I'm not going to spend $75 to overnight a firefighter costume. That's ridiculous. Like I can either be nothing cause I don't have to be anything or I'll find something at a, at a physical store. So Gordon and I went to spirit Halloween this morning and, um, found they did have a firefighter costume but you know like you know how uh half the costumes there are either like like super cheaply made one size fits all costumes or else they are like sexy costumes it's yeah. like so the this the, the the firefighter costume that I found it had uh pants a tank top and suspenders i think that's all it had something like that and I'm like, I'm. It's it's 40 degrees. 40 degrees outside. I'm wearing yeah. like a tank top. I need the jacket. You can't just like, can't have the firefighter pants on and have a hoodie on top. Like that's not going to work. So, um, ultimately decided to not do that. And and Gordon was like, he wanted me to be a um the firefighter's puppy, <laughs> so if, a Dalmatian. So there was this Dalmatian onesie with like a hood that had you know the nose and the ears of the dog. It even has a tail in the back. So for the first time since I was probably like one, I was wearing a onesie. Um, I've had enough experience putting Gordon to like bedtime onesies that, I, you know, I I knew the strategy for how to get it on. But um, had I not had, had I not been doing that for the last few years. What is the strategy been. to get it on? So for Gordon, what we would do is um, generally put his feet in first. So like you unzip it, you get the back facing the back and, uh, you know, put – Put one in, put one leg in each, and then you um, pull it up uh, and put it on, almost like it's a jacket. You can put your arms in first, but uh, at least with Gordon, it's like um one his bedtime onesies yeah he has a, he has a ton of flexibility so i can do it this way i can have him put it on like a jacket first and then put the legs in but when you go for that that fourth leg it gets super tight especially the leg on the opposite side of the zipper because you have to really bend the leg to get it in there and so i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend that now i didn't try doing that with with this one um but it uh yeah it, it it worked out. It worked out fine. So anyway, yeah, he and I we went out at about four PM and it's what I realized is it's a bit difficult to tell who who was doing trick-or-treating, like which houses. So we went to our immediate neighbors who are renters and they didn't they didn't answer the door. Um now they may have had candy, but it was four o'clock, and like I said, like we didn't have a ton of kids, but there were still a fair amount of people. Like I got I probably had like 200, maybe 300 pieces of candy, and I was letting people have two. Some people took one, a couple people took three, Um, and we have like 30 pieces of candy left, so we probably got over 100 people, and um, so it's very well possible that a lot of people ran out of candy, and so they just shut the doors and turned the lights off and that was that so anyway he and I went down and like half the houses on our side of the street had had like their doors open had lights on and stuff so he got some candy from the first few houses he was a little bit shy to begin with uh again this is like this is his first time trick-or-treating so he knew what he was supposed to say but he was he's always like a little bit afraid and timid when it comes to speaking to strangers so when we first opened up he's like trick-or-treat I was like, hey, man, like, speak up. Yeah. I can't hear you. Um, and then, you know, like, make sure you say thank say you. So, like, he chest. would say, yeah, yeah. And he would say thank you. Um, he was good about that. But it was still hard to hear him initially. But then as we started to go, he started to get the hang of it. And, uh, yeah, it was good. So, you know, trick-or-treat and and thank you. And uh, in cases where he didn't know how much he could take, he'd ask, you know, how many pieces can I have? There was one time where <laughs> there was a a woman across the street. It's actually a a, a much older couple, in fact, for Gordon's three-year birthday, when I was building the fence, they w- I would see them out there a lot because they're, you know, again, we're on the corner, so we're the house on the, um, so on the side of my house, they're just across the street, and so we would see them coming in occasionally. They would always say hi, and so when Gordon's birthday party was happening, we had uh, we had rented a bounce house and. Um, they they saw the bounce house and they, they were coming in and they saw us so um I can't remember if they came over or if like I think they, I think they started speaking to me from across the street I can't remember if I think I feel like I w- I walked over to their side of the street and so we were talking to them but anyway at, at some point in that day they actually went out to the store and they bought Gordon a birthday card and I think they even gave him a gift too I can't I gotta double check oh, wow. later if they gave him some money with that too um but yeah it was super nice and so we uh we went there for the uh we you know we were doing the trick or treating we were doing the rounds and we had stopped there and she's she has a, a single uh, uh, thing of candy and she's putting it into Gordon's bucket. And he goes, "How many can I have?" Like, "No, no, dude, like you don't ask that one this time. Like, we're, we're good, we're, right. we're good. You could you could go off script right now, um, but yeah, it was good to see them. Um, and yeah, overall, it's fairly short. We were out there for twenty, maybe thirty minutes tops. And okay." Uh, we, we got like halfway down another street and he like randomly was like, Hey, I want to see Mia who is a, a girl who lives across the street. Um, and we haven't seen them in a while. I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. Like let's head head down to their house. But unfortunately when we got down to their house, they had a sign on the door that said out trick or treating. Um, luckily though, fortunately they did know that of course that we were going to be around. And so not long after he and I got in, they actually showed up at our house. So we were, we were able to see, see them speak to them for a little bit. Um, but yeah, he he didn't get like a ton of candy or anything. He had like a little bucket, probably like 20 pieces total, 20, 30 pieces total that he got. Um, he picked up a couple things that we're not going to let him eat, um, some like warheads just because we don't want him choking on them. Uh, and yeah, he really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was fun. Um, otherwise, what else did we do this weekend? Um Yesterday... Shoot, I know we did something. <laughs> oh, Gordon had his final soccer game. He had his final uh, game of the season. Um, so it was cool. There were only three kids on the other team. So they do four and four. And there were only three kids on the other team. But the kids wear jerseys. And the jerseys are reversible. They're either blue or, or team yellow. And so the their best player on on Gordon's team, he was on the blue team while they only had three people. And he was dominating. He absolutely he scored like five goals. <laughs> On, on us in the first quarter alone. Uh oh, yikes. After that, the uh a couple other kids for the blue team showed up, so he came back to the yellow team, but his dad is is the coach. And uh his dad was like, nah you gotta pass the ball, dude. Like you can't keep doing that. Especially because he was playing on the other kids' team like the other team. He was playing on the other team with other kids. But those kids were like super timid and they didn't like really go after the ball too much. <clears throat> And so he just like was running with it. But since he he was playing for the other team, coach couldn't tell him like, hey, pass the ball or stop doing that. Um, he was just, he like nobody else touched the ball the first quarter. It was just him. <laughs> it's just him. Um, the other thing was that they had a goalie. There was one kid who didn't want to play presumably and he just wanted to stay in the goal. So Gordon's team lost, definitely lost. Um, now again, they don't keep track of score. So there's no winners or loses, but like, you know, coming from coming from 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 Reza, who was keeping you know score internally, um, they definitely lost. However, it was a little bit unfair because they had a full time goalie, and that goalie made it extremely difficult for anyone to score. Like the the nets are very small, so even though it's a it's a four year old standing in there, his body still takes up a lot of the room. So there were several times where uh, our team did make a shot at the goal but it was ultimately either they either missed because they were trying to kick it away from him or kick it past him or he stopped it because he didn't really have to do too much to actually stop the ball. So, uh yeah, that was uh Saturday. They got, they got little medals for that. On Friday, we actually had a practice, which was, uh, parents versus kids. And so all the kids were in the parents were all the parents were in and, uh, you know, the parents are generally keeping it or keep, we're playing, uh, you know, keeping it easy, going easy on the kids. Um, uh, but I was hoping that they would recognize the way the parents were playing because we didn't really kick the ball too much. Like we didn't really do too much dribbling. Everyone was kind of stationary. We were walking around a lot. I was definitely jogging. I was certainly jogging. Um, Especially if a kid was on a fast break, I wasn't going to let them score. Um, but <laughs> they, uh, most of the parents were just passing the ball to to you know each other, and all of our all of our like shots at the goal were off of passes. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Like I I haven't played, I haven't played soccer in forever. I'm trying to remember the last time I actually played soccer. I had to have been in like, it could have, it very well could have been like a recess in elementary school, maybe middle school. I really don't play soccer like that. So, um, yeah, that was, that was fun though. It was fun to do. And then, uh after that we went home, did some stuff around the house. Um, and I bought Mario Wonder, which is this new 2D scrolling Mario game on the the switch. and we uh, Gordon, Lena and I play that together, and it was way too much for Lena. Like it was Gordon was super loud, very animated. Um, and
1: I'm I too d- excited
0: way too excited anytime something would happen he was just screaming at the top of his lungs Lana already doesn't really like video games because she doesn't like when like there's a timer she doesn't like things chasing her or things that could hurt her she was having fun with it but it was just like way it was just sensory overload to so many degrees the other issue with the game is that it seems like and so there was a, a a very similar game, a 2D scrolling Mario game on the Wii as well as the Wii U. The Wii one was the last one that I played, and in the game, the you could play four players, but everybody was this, you know the star player was the star of the game. So what I mean by that is that. Um, The screen would kind of zoom out as one player moved to the right and if another player moved to the left. Now, there was a limit to it. It's not like one player can endlessly move to the right while all the other players stand still, but it does give you some flexibility, some leeway so that you're not always having to be on the same zoomed zoomed in image. Um, You know, Some people can run to the left if they want to grab something or if someone's super slow, the other players can move to the right a little bit faster. Um, in this game, in Mario Wonder, there's one focus player, so all the other players are stuck in the frame that is centered around the main player. And if the player, the main player moves to the right, the screen will start to scroll. And the players, if they're too, if they're to the left, they start getting pushed by the camera. And so then like if there's a pipe or something that you have to jump over and the player, the, the you know the main player is running to the right too fast, the other players can get squished, they can fall into a hole, they can get they can get hit by an enemy. It's very easy to lose lives this way. And Lena and Gordon weren't they don't take advantage of the sprint button. They're just kind of walking to the right. Whereas I'm like sprinting to the right, especially when like there's stuff to get, like there is a race level. And so I was like, "Yeah, I got to leave you all behind. Like I can't. (laughs) We're not. We're not going to be holding this thing up." Uh, So I was just in a full. I was full. uh, I just fully sent it uh, to the right, and Gordon and Lana are just getting dragged into pit after pit. Uh, Um, So this is your fault. Yeah, that was my fault. Um, anyway, Gordon really enjoyed it. Lana didn't enjoy it quite so quite as much, but it was still fun to play with him. Uh I love I was telling this to Lana. Like I would I one of the things I that excites me the most, like I don't really get excited about things in my life anymore. Like, if there's a game that's coming out, for instance, like there's a video game, I don't know, I don't get like excited about it the way I would have when I was younger. Like I'm you know, I'm like excited is still the word that I would use. Right. But I'm not like I can't contain it, you know, like nothing like that, like not not like you are when you're a kid. Um, But then and like same thing, like even like if it's a trip, like, yes, I'm quote unquote excited to go. But again, it's not like that. I can't sleep excited. Like I don't get like that. But one of the things that excites me the most (laughs) is actually giving like help, like sharing or giving Gordon some experience that I just absolutely loved as a kid. So as a kid, I obviously loved video games um, and I was hoping to share that experience with him and I loved going to the movies. So like taking him to the movies and then buying him candy and and popcorn like that, that, you know, a few weeks ago we did that. That was really exciting for me. And then the trick or treating Halloween was my favorite holiday as a kid, which Lena was pointing out is not actually a holiday, but I don't really care um, because mostly because I'm addicted to candy. And so I loved getting the free candy. And so taking him out trick-or-treating was like super exciting for me. So it was uh, It's always, yeah, that's something that I look forward to is sharing these experiences with Gordon that I just couldn't get enough of as a kid. And I, I hope he, he has the same level of enjoyment that I had when I was younger. Um, even if I don't necessarily like, like at the end of the day, like how, trick-or-treating isn't that big of a deal, right? Like if you want some candy, it's honestly easier or cheaper. Like if we could buy him, you know, two giant bags of candy (laughs) or a, we could buy him a single bag of candy, not participate in the whole sharing festivity that everyone else does. And it would have been far cheaper. Right. But, um, I don't know. There's just a certain thrill with it. And, uh, yeah, I hope he, I hope he enjoyed it half as much as I did when I was a little boy. Um, I mean, yeah, he'll get better.
1: He'll definitely get better at it. Right. And hopefully he's not overly stimulated or overly excited, but you got to teach these people about the run button, apparently.
0: It's 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 tough. It's I think the other aspect is that it's really easy to try to, like, helicopter when it comes to this. Like, oh, no, you want to push this. You want to, like, back, maybe not helicopter. You yeah. want a backseat game, right? You're like, oh, you do this. No, do that. And you certainly would do it to a sibling, for instance. But when it's someone who's playing for their very first time, it's, like, it's not just as simple as say, oh, you have to hold y while you run i think it's y The right. uh, whatever hold x hold whatever random whatever button whatever letter is on that is on that button you got to hold that while you run to the right like first of all for him it's like what button's right what button's Y? like what where's Y? um to like have the finger dexterity to push on that you know the the x the xbox equivalent x button while holding left and right to move and then using the uh, the middle of your thumb to press the A button, the jump button, like that's, that's tough. That's hard to teach. So as a kid, I probably had endless hours playing by myself when no one else was around. Just this trial and error, this constant persistence to figure it out when I'm playing Mario and Contra and all these other NES games that Gordon either doesn't show the interest in or doesn't have that, just simply doesn't have that luxury to play uninterrupted he has like endless stuff that he could do to entertain himself that he generally doesn't have much patience like when he does play video games he doesn't have that much patience for them and when he struggles with them especially he's like yeah i'm out faster than uh if he's playing something like mario kart where they have like auto driving and auto steering for him Hmm. so i don't know it's it's tough like i want to I'm not sure what the best approach is like should I should I play and have him watch me and then see the things that are possible and then give it to him and let him play for an hour and not be like watching over him and let him struggle and if he wants help he can come ask me but otherwise he can keep yeah, working maybe. on it himself so that's the way I think but then what ends up happening is if, if I'm playing he's like pushing up against me then he goes I want to try I want to try I want to try and so it's like he never really gets the experience to watch and then when he does try, he struggles, and he gets frustrated, and he just quits. <laughs> That's usually the cycle yeah. that happens. So honestly, what I was really hoping for with this Mario game is that there are these characters that can't die, except that there's a bit of a caveat with that. They While they can't take damage to regular enemies, they can certainly fall into pits and die. And when their screen is getting scrolled because I'm running too fast, he can also die doing that. So... um lives were being up were being used up really fast because of this yeah um we never made it past the first world like we'd we be like we beat several levels but we haven't finished the first world um and again he he had a blast with it but um yeah i think i think honestly i think it's a good it's a good game it's a great game that he can get a lot of that that type of experience but he probably would enjoy it. He probably would get the most out of it if he was playing by himself with one of those characters that couldn't take damage and the the only things he had to avoid were was falling into a pit. Yeah. We'll see. Got plenty right. of time to try, so.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you guys were able to get some time with it. I know that, you know, that game came in, the new Spider-Man game came in, so yeah. it's, uh, hey, it's fall. It's classic fall time. You know what I mean? It really All is. Of these AAA titles are coming out now, and you're building up a nice backlog that you're actually going to play. Like it's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been playing Lies of P, and uh, I'm about halfway done with that game right now. And I actually was like, you know, getting that level of appreciation of what it must be like for Gordon to like pick pick things up and learn it on the fly. I'm fighting the, the 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 boss who's like I think at the halfway point of the game. I did look up like how many bosses there were, and um from what I could tell, it's a halfway point. Although if you were like a first time player, you might think this is the final boss and he's been kicking my ass and it's like, a, it's a really long learning experience. He's got two phases. He's got a lot of health and you just got to get things perfect. And you got to learn things enough that you can eventually get through without taking too much damage and you can heal yourself enough, but not run out of your heels too much. And so you're doing all this and you're learning, you're picking things up. It takes time. That's what it's going to be for Gordon. Um, the only difference is that I can, um, conceptualize that a little bit better. Like, okay, you know what? This is the reason why I died. I, I went left. I should have gone right. Or I thought he was going to hit three times and he went four. So I got to look out a little bit more for that fourth hit because sometimes he's going to do a fourth, but he might not always. But if he hesitates, then that means I have the opening and I can go for something. Um, so yeah, lots of P, of P has been great, but I am definitely eager to play Spider-Man. I'm trying to get done with this game as quick as I can. I just don't want to start something new because I do that a lot and I ultimately don't come back to something. And this is the game I'm definitely having fun with and I want to finish.
1: Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, I gotta get out of here.
0: Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm Reza.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See everyone next week. <laughs> Hey okay.